35,000 choices a day is what each of us makes, according to decision-making research. And each choice has at least one thought or two or more that accompany the decision-making process. We are wonderfully complex. Each pro and con is weighed while we evaluate the outcomes and possibilities. No wonder we're stressed and overwhelmed. Select this, decide that, pick one. Just thinking about those phrases takes me back to school and multiple choice tests. Our lives are full of choices. If you want a good example of how many choices we have, think about the last time you decided to paint a room. I never realized how many shades of white there were until I decided to paint my room white. Pick one shade and the room goes in one direction. Pick another and you get a totally different feeling. And that's just paint colors. Anyway, it got me thinking about how we approach making decisions regarding our thoughts, our relationships, finances, career, or even our self-care. Everywhere we turn, there are choices. And yes, for those of you wondering about the last sentence, we can totally choose our thoughts. Each of these choices we make affects not only our physical health, but also our mental health. You see, your choices and experiences either keep you whole or they chip away at your well-being. In yoga, we talk about everything being a choice. And guess who makes the choices? You. So while having to wade through the sea of choices can feel overwhelming at times, Learning to flip the paradigm and realizing that you have control over your choices ultimately gives you the greatest control over your well-being. But what happens when you encounter obstacles in the decision-making process? How do you know you're making the right choice for yourself? And what happens when you don't know what you want? Hate to break it to you, but there will always be an infinite supply of decisions and choices to make. But learning how to make those choices in a way that reduces the overwhelm we experience when facing obstacles to them will be the biggest needle mover towards finding well-being. So in today's podcast, I'll share with you a few insights to help you identify obstacles in the decision-making process that all stem from a lack of clarity and three ways to help you overcome them. So you're ready for the next decision coming up in, oh, about four seconds. So let's dive in. Welcome to the official podcast of True Basis Health, where we focus on living a life that connects health and mindset for optimal well-being. In each episode, Mika Hill, certified total well-being coach and perfect health educator, will cover bite-sized topics ranging from transformational well-being practices to maximizing mindset and how to live a rewarding life full of purpose. Here's your hostess, Mika Hill. fellow clarity seekers for the last several weeks my inbox has been inundated by black friday ads cyber monday giving tuesday and holiday offers galore how about you 
looking at processing email alone, it's obvious how many choices we make daily from what email to open, read or delete, to what items to add to our shopping list and how it's going to impact our budget, what we'll prepare for dinner in between all the sales and keeping up with our regular work to just plain how to get through the dynamics of the holiday season. Am I right? The overwhelm that comes with choice making can quickly spiral out of control if we don't have the right tools. So I want to address the first issue of why we get overwhelmed when we're faced with a choice. A lack of clarity is one of the biggest reasons behind overwhelm in decision making. We think we know what we want, but when it comes down to making the final decision, many times when we see all the options available to us, we just aren't exactly sure and end up spinning in these cycles of evaluating all the options until we find clarity and can finally make a decision. And then, let's be honest, how many times do you make a decision and lo and behold, start questioning if it was the right decision afterwards? It's like one big game show. Is that your final answer? You think it is until placed on the spot and then you start second guessing until the buzzer ensures you can't make another choice. Clarity. I'm telling you, it's a big deal. Knowing what you want or what to do without wavering. Shameless plug here for the Clarity Club. The Clarity Club For those of you that don't know, it's a membership program that helps women experience improved health, energy, and life balance while gaining more clarity to overcome overwhelm and stress so they can expand their impact in the world. If you're interested, definitely check out truebaseshealth.com backslash clarity club. So now that's out of the way, how do we bring more clarity into our lives? Well, one of the first ways to gain clarity is by becoming aware. And I talked about this briefly in another episode, that once we become aware, um, then it becomes necessary to change our perspective. So let's talk about perspective. Um, The other week, I was cleaning our spare bedroom, and it's on the second floor of our house, and has windows that looks out onto the backyard. As I passed one of the windows, I noticed our cats. I've rescued several, so we've got more than our fair share of felines. Anyway, as I'm looking out, I see one stretching out, taking advantage of the sun. I'm like, go Tux. He's doing his yoga cat pose. Another is in the grass thinking he's all stealth as he sneaks up on a bird that is far too smart to be caught. While a third one is waiting in standby mode just in case reinforcements are needed. And I think to myself, this is what awareness is supposed to be like. We are supposed to objectively view the aspects of our life like I'm watching these cats in the backyard. We have to rise above everything. We have to lean in. We have to respond without judgment, like we're watching a TV show. And that begs the question of, How do we rise above the situation and look at it from a different perspective? You see, sometimes getting a different perspective involves letting things settle and getting still. And I'm reminded of a passage in the Tao Te Ching where Lao Tzu talks about looking into a cup of dirty water. Um, And he says it's impossible to see through the dirty water because it's cloudy, right? But if you have the patience To let the debris settle, it becomes possible to see through the water and see clearly. 
So when it comes to decisions, letting things settle may mean taking some time to not haphazardly make a decision. Um, prime example, how often have you heard when it comes to an email that has stirred you up not to reply right away, right? Often if we make a decision too quickly, it opens up a whole host of other issues requiring other choices and decision-making. We kind of compound our work when we act without clarity. For some, getting still and changing perspective involves meditating. For others, it involves stepping back and letting go of the outcome. And still others may be thinking about something else, maybe going for a walk, listening to music, whatever gets your mind off the current situation and decision to be made so you can come back with fresh eyes and without emotional attachment to the outcome. And this leads me to the second way to gain clarity regarding choices and decisions. A second way to gain clarity around choices is to be flexible about the outcome. We are often emotionally attached to how we think things should be, and it becomes difficult to see anything but one way. Think about the last time you went shopping for something specific and no choice was supposed to be involved. I was reading an excerpt from The Paradox of Choice by Barry Schwartz, and he talks about the average grocery store having over 175 salad dressing choices. My favorite dressing of the moment is Cindy's Kitchen Gorgonzola and White Balsamic Dressing. If I'm attached to that specific dressing and I have blinders on to all the other 174 choices, then when it's out, I start thinking, well, do I need to go to another store? Should I buy another dressing? Maybe I should wait until my next shopping trip. Tons of thoughts start flooding in. However, by not being attached to that one choice, I realize I might try something new and find I like it better. And my husband jokes about why I'm always coming home with different things to try. I'm told with certain things I have zero brand loyalty, which I disagree. But anyway, I tell him, you know, if you don't try something new, you'll never know if you like something else better. When we get stuck on the little things in life, when faced with big choices, we can really put ourselves into a flurry. And I'm still a big fan of the gorgonzola dressing, but I've branched out to other flavors, just in case you're wondering. Now, I know salad dressing isn't important in the scheme of things, but think about the bigger things in life you get attached to, your home, relationships, where you live, your job, right? Letting go of attachment can be difficult. We get attached to people, relationships, material things, and the way things have always been. And when we do, it clouds our judgment and can put us on an emotional roller coaster. And I don't know about you, but I've never been a fan of roller coasters since riding the Loch Ness Monster at Bush Gardens King's Dominion when I was eight years old. On a more serious note, though, really and truly, looking deeper instinctively, we are very black and white. Sometimes something is good or bad, and it has to be one way or another. It's solved or unsolved. And most of us are very binary in the way we look at things. Life, though, is uncertain. There's gray and many shades of gray. Some would say 50 shades of gray. Anyway, 
which is where being open to all the options becomes an important part of our well-being. Being able to rise above this or that solution, to pause and then make a choice is so freeing. We never know what new path we might find by going with the flow. And it reminds me of this old parable about a farmer whose horse ran away. In the parable, um, the farmer's horse runs away and his neighbors tell them how sorry they are about his horse and how unfortunate it is. And he replies with non-attachment, maybe. The next day, his horse comes back with a bunch of wild horses with it in tow. And the neighbors are like, wow, what good fortune you've had. And again, he replies with non-attachment, maybe. The next day, his son's trying to break the wild horses and is injured. And the neighbors go, oh, that's horrible. Again, the farmer replies, maybe. And the parable says on the fourth day, army officers come by to recruit, but reject his son because of the injury. You see, the farmer could have chosen to be disappointed when he lost his horse. He could have chosen to be elated with all the wild horses when they arrived, or he could have selected despair when his son was injured. But by choosing not to be attached to any of the outcomes, he could go with the flow. And ultimately, everything worked out as it should. So the next time you're grappling with a choice, consider stepping back with non-judgment and see where your intuition takes you. Now, speaking of being open to all our choices, when faced with lots of decisions, brings up the point of something I've struggled with and still struggle with, analysis paralysis. When faced with too many decisions, How many of you throw your hands in the air and spin in circles? It happens to the best of us. Do we go with what we know? Do we go with something new? How do we know when to trust our gut? What other options are there that you haven't thought about? And the questions go on and on. And as you reflect on the choices available, it becomes increasingly near impossible to choose. So what happens when you are in a state of analysis paralysis, when you're crippled by making the decision for fear of making the wrong decision? It's like having a computer issue. Have you ever been trying to do multiple tasks at once and your laptop stops? It can be the most frustrating thing when you're trying to get something done and technology refuses to keep up with your miraculous mind. The screen freezes and you get that message program not responding. Oh my gosh, it drives me crazy. Well, what's the first thing IT tells you to do? Have you rebooted? (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm like, no, I'll try that. So anyway, in life, you sometimes need to interrupt the process when faced with too many things at once. Restart, refresh, reboot. The same applies to decisions. There are many ways to interrupt the decision process. It could be meditating and letting the answer come to you in silence. It could be going for a walk and clearing or rebooting your mind. It could be just having a conversation totally off topic with someone else. Here's the thing. Even when you refresh or take a break, your mind is still processing in the background. It's just what it does. It's still looking for the right choice, but because you're detached from the process, you aren't feeling the overwhelm and the pressure associated with your mind having to filter the choices. How many times have you been in the shower and then all of a sudden something comes to you that you haven't thought about for a couple of hours? 
right? It happens. Your mind's always working in the background. And it's like a software update happening in the background while you're still surfing the web. In overcoming the choice obstacle of analysis paralysis, taking a break, refreshing and rebooting is super helpful. But here's the thing. Have you ever taken a break, come back, and you've still got analysis paralysis? In instances like this, I'd like to propose taking a cue out of the Coming to America playbook. Yes, you heard that right. Coming to America. I don't know if you remember Eddie Murphy in Coming to America. He's an African prince that has come to America to find a bride, his queen. He and his assistant go to Queens, New York. After all, (laughs) they say, where else would one find a queen? After some time, his assistant, Semi, starts getting frustrated because it's taking too long. And he finally tells Prince Akeem, these are the best queens they have to offer. Pick one and let's go home. So analysis paralysis, don't spend your time spinning in indecision and evaluating. Pick one and go home. (laughs) And when you pick it, stick with it. It may not be the perfect choice, but it's the choice you made. And I look at it from the standpoint that if I make a choice, there's something I need to learn from it. As a recovering people pleaser and perfectionist, It's a good reminder that perfection should not always be the expectation. Sometimes the best things in life come from when we have no expectations. And at the end of the day, each day we make a choice to move forward or away from our life vision and what we truly desire. And with each choice, we may run into obstacles. Whether you've got a lot on your plate and have more than your fair share of decisions to make, or you're just stuck in patterns of choosing more of the same. Either way, today's episode hopefully sheds some light on realizing with clarity and support, you can better overcome obstacles that stand in the way of your decisions. You can get off autopilot and out of overwhelm. Making choices from a place of strength and inner wisdom is always best. And to do that, We need clarity. And if you're struggling to find clarity, don't get disheartened. It's a lot easier than you think to see it once you slow down. Regardless of how overwhelmed you may feel, you are exactly where you are meant to be. Even if you can't see it now, things happen, we make choices, we adjust, and life continues. Even though it might not seem like it right now, having infinite possibilities or choices available is awesome if you are okay with going with the flow. And being able to go with the flow comes with clarity because deep down, you know whatever comes your way, you can handle it. When you gain clarity about what you want, you aren't plagued by the thoughts around all the options available. Instead, you find you don't struggle as much making the decision. It just happens. And you know, with every bit of confidence, it was the right decision for you. You are at peace with the decision in your mind and you feel good in your body too. With practice each day, gaining clarity gets easier and easier. I think that's it for this podcast. Hopefully you've got a new perspective to look at decision making with. And as I close out, I just want to remind you until next time, cultivate clarity. This is Mika Hill signing off. Hi there, friends. 
Are you interested in learning more about recalibrating your well-being and aligning with your purpose? Have you grabbed your free copy of Invitation to Balance yet? Well, if not, what are you waiting for? Head over to truebasishealth.com backslash invitation. That's truebasishealth.com backslash invitation. Come on over and get your free guide on how to think and show up in the areas of health, purpose, and mindset so you can transform your well-being. Want to improve your well-being in 2023 and cultivate more clarity? Head over to truebasishealth.com and check out the Clarity Club. This exclusive membership provides the lessons and support needed so each day you can work effortlessly towards building your well-being muscle.